We are in the entertainment business. I want to be engaged and entertained by the reading that you're doing. everybody. It's Wendy Elaine Wright, and welcome to my podcast, Secrets of a Hollywood Talent Manager. I'm so glad that you're here, and every week I'm going to give you some tips, tricks, and secrets that you can apply to your acting career. You have to get yourself into a class and learn how to hone your craft and discover how you build a character and how you commit to a character and how you bring that work into the audition with you. Practice, practice, practice. The only way that you become a really terrific actor is you have to practice your craft and really begin to understand how you break down a character, who that person is. For me, it always comes back to who, what, where, when, and why. If you can't answer any of those questions, as far as I'm concerned, you should not be talking. I agree with that. <laughs> if you can't answer those questions, that's fabulous. Everyone take that, write that down. That's very important. What well, I, I guess I want to know, Jane, is though, do you feel that it needs to come through a four-year conservatory I don't, program? I don't care. I, I, personally, I do not care. I don't care where you learned your craft. I need to see what you learned as a result of what you're doing. So when you guys go back and forth about, should I take class, private lessons, or go to this school or that school, it doesn't matter where. What matters is what is the work like how you connect to whoever the teacher is mm-hmm. we are in the entertainment business i want to be engaged and entertained by the reading that you're doing i want to you know when i'm casting i bring in i don't know let's say 25 people for the same four line secretarial part well three of those people are going to get a call back because they brought a life into the room with them and weren't automatons i don't need an automaton I need a human being to populate the movie that I'm casting. I'm always looking for someone to, what I have always referred to as bringing a life into the room or onto the video with them. Mm -hmm. If you believe what you're saying, if you are touched by what you're saying, your audience is going to be. And otherwise, it's just wah, 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 wah. Don't believe a word you're saying. Oh, it's so good what you're saying, because it's about the depth of the emotion. I want you to be the most interesting but real version of whatever that character is. If any of you have the opportunity to read actors while for a casting director, you will see 25 or 30 people coming in and doing exactly the same reading. Like I, I used to think, did they all rehearse this out in the waiting room? Uh-huh. The same way, the same pauses, the same. It's not a terrible reading. It just doesn't bring anything to it. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for 25 people to do it the same way. That's why there's, you know, four people that get the call back because, oh, look at that. Something just happened. I mean, I've I've worked on scripts where I say to the director, I think we have to pull another set of sides. Nobody's doing this. And then somebody walks into the room and you go, Oh, there's nothing wrong with the dialogue. Nobody was actually saying it. How can we determine if we're bringing a unique take on a character? I don't know how to answer that. That's the art. <laughs> That's the magic. No, I, I think if you're finding the authenticity, like really going deep inside. No, I need to use that word authenticity, but that's what it's all about. You're really finding that deep truth inside you. It is unique. It's your, you're the, you know, right. you're the only one that can There's do no other. There is no other you. So within the, the ramifications of whatever that character is, if 
the character is a nun or a murderer, frequently they could be both. What reality do you bring to that part? How do you create a believable character? How do you create, you know, I always think that comedy in a lot of ways is much more difficult than drama. And my feeling is, is that most often the situation is comic and buffoonish and ridiculous, not the actor. The actor is the innocent person caught in this insane moment. And that's why we laugh, because we could all be in that predicament. Mm. You have to play, the, the comedy aspect of, of, of acting requires a lot of really good timing, but you never wanna be over the top too big. You could always bring things up if, if they need it bigger, but I always say you still have to have two feet on the ground and bring a sense of groundedness and reality to it. The other thing that I wanted to mention some time ago, um, I mentioned to you that I, that I listen to a lot of podcasts by actors, but I also read books by actors and about acting. And the mm -hmm. actress, Jenna Fisher, who used to be on um, Office, wrote a book called An Actor's Life, The Actor's Life. Mm -hmm. It is the best book I have ever read, especially for beginning actors, on how she got... she fell into Los Angeles from wherever she came from in the middle, middle of the country. She didn't know anybody. She didn't know where to study. She didn't know where to find an apartment. She knew nothing. We tell people here, get that book. I still remember 30 years later, meeting David Duchovny on Mystic Pizza. We did not hire him, but I remember vividly writing on the back of his picture and resume, really smart guy, very talented. I've never had an opportunity to hire him but it was a fabulous conversation with he and and rob Lowe talking about auditions that they went on jobs they didn't get i think it's valuable for all of you to hear from an incredibly successful actor who has been in movies and television who's done theater he's done it all and he's done it all since he's like seven i mean we hired him he was 18 on on The Outsiders. He knows a lot of people because now he's 56 years old, which is constantly telling everybody. <laughs> and he knows a lot of people and they have really interesting conversations about the business and what it takes and what they've done. You know, I could tell you stories about how many times between Janet and I, we auditioned George Clooney. Never hired George Clooney. But, you know, came down to George Clooney and the director looked at the videotape with the director met. We didn't hire him. Obviously, we liked him a lot. We kept bringing him in on 9,000 things. I think if, that's where actors get messed up. If you don't get the part, it doesn't mean you didn't get the, doesn't mean you didn't make a strong impression on casting. Well, it doesn't mean that I ever, I've never actually hired George Clooney. Yeah. And that should tell it all right there. That's, that's, that's. It doesn't mean that we didn't recognize that he was incredibly talented and kept bringing him in and bringing him in. If you kept, if you keep getting brought in and brought in and brought in or asked to do a self-tape by the same handful of casting directors who are beginning to know your work, take yeah. it as a sign that you're in, in, in good shape. You're doing good. Yeah. Thank you for being here. It I love you dearly. Too. I'm so grateful right. that you came. Hey, thanks for listening. And I never want to end a podcast without saying these words. Now repeat after me. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am loved. I am worthy. Yes, you are. And I love you.
Tune in next week for my next podcast episode. Have a great week and I'll see you then.